Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a dying. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. starts now. What's up, idiots? You're listening to Stradio Lab, a podcast in which me and my friend uh, George uh, unpack straight culture, but also don't do it at all. I love so- when you do what's up, idiots. <laughs> it really sets me free. It's one of the things that um, I feel like when I say it, I can trick myself into being like, yeah. I'm having fun, I'm high energy, and I'm ready to do a podcast. It's all- I always like when you start, when you do uh podcast starts now and then when you do what's up idiots i can see your face you kind of like occupy this different um mode mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. i immediately come in and and ruin it. like i never actually <laughs> match your energy <laughs> but could you imagine the podcast that was me hosting with me and it would like stay that same tone the whole time it I would know. be untenable uninteresting right. and and too too much well, I always think of, I, you know, to go back to our um, famous uh, thing where we talk about the podcast as we're making it, something mm-hmm. that we have been doing from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I do often think, are we, I'm always like, it's a fine line between being similar enough and different enough to make it interesting. Like we have to be, there has to be a kind of, uh, you know, give and take, I mean, Ebert and Roper uh, type thing. But then yes. we also can't be in such different worlds where like, you know, you're hosting Wheel of Fortune and I'm hosting um, To Catch a Predator. Like right. it can't be such different tones. It does have to be the same show, technically. The same show, or at least in the same network. 
Yeah. It, it, I think the best thing is when it feels like a crossover episode of like scandal <laughs> and um, how to get away with murder. Totally. Yeah. I think that makes sense. You just want it to be in the Shondaverse. Um, and, and it is. This podcast is in the Shondaverse. <laughs> yeah. I... I guess um, and I get self-conscious sometimes when we are doing this podcast and maybe it's like, it is a more like we're actually thinking about the topic and we're actually mm-hmm. talking about the topic and we're sort of like trying to make smart points because then I'll sort of take a step back and be like, well, I'm not, when it comes to making smart points, I don't feel like incredible in that realm. I, 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 I and so, and I'll take a step back and I'll be like, you know what? And that's beautiful that I'm taking a step back because George is shining. He is showing the world his gorgeous thoughts right now. And our guest is loving it. I think we are, we, we, we present something to our guests where it's like, you know, um, not so politically loaded, but mm-hmm. you know, our red pill or blue pill, you decide yes. what, sort of which direction you want to go in this podcast. Right. Um, wait, I do. So I, not to be too earnest, but mm-hmm. I, I, just don't think what you're saying is true that like you don't that you don't have like smart that you don't have smart things to say about the topics I think you make some of the best points and it's like I always like really enjoy when you when you go in intellectually um well that's very kind of you I yeah I think I'm okay at it I think I'm mostly I'm just self-conscious about it self-conscious yeah well and I think sometimes maybe what happens is that I when I don't have something funny to say, I fall back on doing kind of a fake, uh, you know, you, you know, using like fake big words or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and hiding behind that rather than actually like saying something funny for the first time ever in my entire <laughs> life. No, look, here's what I'll say. We're both perfect podcast hosts. True. We both have the perfect balance of funny and smart. Go off. And um, if anyone wants to tell us that we're not perfect podcast hosts, I dare you to, well, actually don't reach out. Please don't don't tell me. (laughs) I take that back. (laughs) And I just want to say, if you don't think we're perfect podcast hosts, then kindly stop listening to the podcast, but also recommend it to your friends. Maybe give us a five-star rating. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't think we're absolute perfect podcast hosts, just forgive us and move yeah. on. And and even don't stop listening to the podcast. Keep don't listening. stop listening to the podcast. And in fact, if you run into us, say, <laughs> lie to our faces and say, I love the podcast. You could not be any better. You are perfect hosts. Start to finish. Never a dull moment. And I learned something. So often when I'm walking down the street and I see someone and they don't address me and say that I'm a perfect podcast host, I think this is a listener that doesn't like the podcast. Sometimes I'll be in like a sort of maybe a gay bar or something mm-hmm. and i'll be like you know what everyone here thinks i host a perfect podcast oh and you I, I see so you think they think that you see for me it's like if they don't say that i assume they don't think i host a perfect podcast oh i assume they you think that's the default i assume the positive yeah huh maybe that's a big difference between you and i would you say your gl- glass cup half full and i'm cup half empty uh i would and you know, even the fact that you changed it from glass to cup, I feel is like it glass? Is, it is, is glass. It's glass, and it's very half empty of you to change it to cup. Well, cup is it, so much more drab. Yeah. 
it's really like even in this metaphor you're seeing like a sadder version of it wow god that's so crazy it's like (laughs) i wish i was glass half empty all i see is a cup and it's kind of one of those like plastic cafeteria cups that's like translucent and can never look fully clean and it's and it's half empty not to sound like someone on twitter but (laughs) is it just me or does coke taste a little bit better in those plastic cups in a cafeteria i mean not to sound like somebody on twitter but does coke just hit different in one of these (laughs) picture of plastic cup late night conversations (laughs) always hit different in one of these it's like a photo of a chair I think that is one of the most iconic trends on Twitter. And the fact that I know we feel mixed on when we talk about Twitter on this podcast, but Mm. I need to talk to somebody about it because my boyfriend's not on Twitter. And it's just crazy. I I really don't want to overstep my boundaries when I jump in. We're obviously furious, but you can keep talking. Yeah, I'm pissed, (laughs) but I just want to say I do feel like with Twitter, a, a relationship is best when just one person is on Twitter. See, this mm. is this is an interesting thing because- You have two I, people on Twitter? I'm now with, no. I'm in a two Twitter relationship. Okay. You're for the first time in my life. Household. Twitter on Twitter. We're a Twitter household. Um, and I would say similar, I mean, I'm definitely more, com- you know, more comedy oriented, but otherwise similar-ish Twitter communities too. Because hmm. your boyfriend's like New York media journalist. That's right, yes. Right, okay. Not to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my boyfriend impressive. is yeah. one of the big owners of New York media. Okay. <laughs> um, and I won't say who it he is. He owned Gawker. He yeah. owned Gawker. It's actually Tina Brown. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dating Tina Brown. She is incredible in bed. <laughs> um, but it is, I, I always, and I, I, I do think there is another, it's like, okay, it's like, with a two Twitter relationship, it's like something to kind of chat about and you don't have to explain every single thing. But I do, but I do in theory agree with you that like, it is so liberating to talk to someone who has no idea about any of that stuff. Cause ultimately none of it matters. I'm yeah. in a Twitter on Tumblr relationship. Whoa. So it's kind of, Whoa. we're each coming, getting, sometimes there's crossover like she is showing me, you know, some tweet that maybe I saw two days ago, sure, but huh. then there's whole lots of videos and tweets that I'm not seeing that are coming up on her Tumblr, on Tumblr. feed. Yeah. I'm sorry, but is your girlfriend from 2011? <laughs> I was about to say, let's address the elephant in the room. No, I know. It's of absolute power. Are you, She's is like, she C-punk? <laughs> she's like she's like a con girl she's like an anime chick so is that it true is, yeah <gasps> i didn't know that i've met your girlfriend i had no idea i mean no she's not like full like so anime chick okay you're like, back you know well it's like yes okay this is what i'm saying it's very like she has a subtle sailor moon tattoo and like oh. yeah and she works in comics and has to like work the cons so it's oh, like wow. yes we have dressed up at a con before oh i see wait okay here's a story about me when I was in um, grad school, I paid for it because I had this research assistantship where I was helping this professor who studied gender in video games, which is something I, I literally know nothing about video games and nothing about That's gender. such a grad school major. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's but it's gender like, I games. truly, it was like, it just so happened that I was placed in that research assistantship and she's a wonderful person, but I knew nothing about it. Cut to me helping by going to conventions and interviewing people about gender and being like, so like, how does it feel being a woman in gaming? And I have no context. And I did that Girl like gamers. multiple times. I would go to like esports events. 
Isn't that Did, crazy? That actually is insane. Yeah. So you were interviewing more like professional like girl gamers or like game So specifically designers. she was studying at the time like esports. Yeah. So like professional gamers. What is esports? Esports is like literally professional video gaming. Like okay. was, uh, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. And that I was also studying, feels like, very like 2011, like hot, totally. like the hot guy thing of just being so like, oh shit, a girl who games. Exactly, exactly. Score. <laughs> yeah. Like, can you imagine having like a chick that you could just game with? Damn. <laughs> I sadly am so bad at video games. Like, I always like growing up, I like wanted to be because I thought it was like a cool dude thing to do. Because of course, I always you know kind of aspired to be like a cool straight man, mm-hmm. and. um I couldn't get past level two of Sonic. It just wow. I, I've never yeah. been good at to me video games similar to crossword puzzles, similar to various other things. It scares me so much that I'm not naturally good at them that I'm like, oh god, what if I'm stupid? I can't open that. I can't open that. <laughs> oh, it's more of an ego thing for you. Yeah, wow. I, I can't. I can't. If if I'm not immediately good at something, it. I truly am like, oh, I'm. I I've been stupid this whole time. This makes so much sense. Yeah. Give up. Give up. I'm, you know, I'm actually a hardcore gamer. I'm um, great at them. I get really, really upset when I play them sometimes. I will like have to walk away. I was going to guess that about you. I was like, <laughs> wait, I was like, Sam is a gamer. It was like, I feel like the opposite. It was like my like um, grounding force as a child where it would be like, mm. I may not know, like I don't want to play football with the other boys, but like as soon as we're like playing video games, I'm in and we sense. all get along. Yeah. That, that yeah. they're like, oh, cool. They're like, like damn, this gay guy can really it. game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a funny thing where like, ga- gamers have such a weird place in culture because it's like, the when we were growing up, it was cool or was not cool. I don't. It was. I'd say it was. It was standard. Like was a boy standard, playing yeah. video games recreationally. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> That's just what boys do. That's right. It's like you eat do. your Game Boy. You know. Yeah. Sega. Like. PlayStation came out, that just happened. When I realized when I was like, I feel like starting to realize what was like D-list about gaming was like <laughs> this, in my high school, there was like a computer room where like all the like big black cargo panted, like, mm. you know, techie types mm-hmm. would go. And I realized I was like gaming on a computer and they were all like screaming into headsets and being so scary. And I was like, that's scary. And yeah. Disgusting. When I hear the phrase gaming chair, I black out. <laughs> <laughs> When I was in high school, I literally like hosted a video game party. Like I had like like this is a dark like I I called it um well this was funny. I was self aware. I called it pajama jam. Wow. And me and my <laughs> I had like eight guys come over and we set up different Xboxes in different parts of the house. What? Yeah. Ooh, and we did like a LAN party where we would all like play against each other. <laughs> on different screens in it's the kind same of house setting you up for kind of a sex party wait so i was about like to brought... say this actually makes sense with everyone's knowing... bringing their own xbox right and... knowing now and like... sam your pension your, you know your um interest in spa culture things like that you always love guys coming together wait also how many tvs are being set up how much equipment is being hauled and how old are you uh, this was like sixteen, or and 17. everyone's bringing over monitors and X Xga- and they're boxes. At, at least there were at least three Xboxes brought over. Wow. How many TVs? I guess there were. So I think <laughs> somebody brought one TV, but we had three TVs in the house. You're like, mom, can we unplug this TV? And you're like, and it's like 
you know, not to age you, but the TVs I imagine were thicker then. <laughs> they were thicker. You then. literally like have kicked everyone out of your house and you are like hosting a giant, <laughs> like three level gaming night. I mean, that sounds epic though. It um, actually was incredible. A night to remember. To circle back to gaming chairs for a second. Um, I don't know if you guys follow on Instagram, Adrian, winner of top model season one. <laughs> I, I don't. Do you? I do remember her, but <laughs> okay. I don't follow her on Instagram. Wait, now I want to. I'm like. <laughs> oh wait. But, Sorry, to, we have to take it back two steps. What? We never introduced our guest. Oh. Because like we have to introduce. I'm, I'm sorry. I hate to pull the brakes like this, but we have to introduce you because I think I did this last time. I, <laughs> no, I jumped in before the introduction. I ruined everything. Wait. What no, you... no, no. George thinks I'm conservative because I like to introduce the guest. Yeah. It's do you think that's conservative? conservative. No, I honestly, I think it's like people want to know and I, you know, cause then there's like, they lose track and I want sure, people to know sure. who I am, you know? Yeah. Okay, Sam. Take I mean, yeah, on. that is more playing by the podcast rules. Right. Well then listeners, please welcome to Stradio Lab, Lily Maroda. Hi, Lily. Hi, Lily. Hey, and guys. also while we're being hey, conservative. Idiot. I love that. The, <laughs> hey, fucking idiots. <laughs> Numbskulls. <laughs> it's very Mark Marin. Um, yeah. I was gonna say it's actually more. Um, I felt more of like a dry, like afternoon drive by. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. rock mm-hmm. afternoon station. Yeah. Mark Marin. It's like I do. I am, and first of all, so attracted to him in a way that really? is so toxic. Oh. That's so surprising to me. How? Why? Just like Gen I- X dad stuff. Yeah. That feels like more my vibe, but Mark Marin, kinda like older man stuff. I like older men. You just like bears. Yeah. Well, I'm just surprised. And I also occasionally like bears. For the record. For the record. I mean, Mark Marin is not a bear. But Mark Marin is not a bear. That's what I'm saying. Like that's not Sam's type. He's like a thin otter. I guess. He's an like otter. a He's starving an otter. Or otter. <laughs> if okay, I play my cards right, I could I don't look think like him, him as, one day. I don't think of him as thin. Mark oh, Marin? I do. Yeah. He's, he's thin. He's like skinny. Sometimes when people have like facial hair, it throws me and I I see them. Well, yeah, when you're like bearish. the first when you say <laughs> wow, Mark that Marin, guy has a fat not, face. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I do like, encourage oh, you, Kate Sam, Moss. to look up no. photos of him. Like he is he's thin. Well, okay. I'm sorry I told you I I doubted that you ever thought he was hot. I believe you. And I, I think you're allowed say, to like I'm telling the truth. <laughs> okay, you're right. He is thin. Huh. The more and you that's know. that's not good or bad. It's just a fact. Size, it's just a fact. Positivity, all sizes. Size? All podcast sizes. All po- <laughs> <laughs> In this podcast, we're welcoming of all sizes of uh, older kind of um, hairy comedians. <laughs> Wait, Lily, we keep interrupting. I feel like I keep interrupting you. Gaming I, I'm chairs. doing it too. Oh, I'm doing it too. Yeah, I know. I mean, I really could talk about. I feel like Mark Barron and how embarrassing he is for yeah. so long. But like, also, I feel like I listened to him for so long too. Anyway, but back to gaming chairs. Adrian, who won cycle one of ANTM, and like she was like the super like metal one. <laughs> um, she so her Instagram is insane because she's like so libertarian and lives now in Montana with her husband who's like i think a professional gamer and she's always like instagramming from a gaming chair no yeah just being like fuck hollywood like but also sells avon products but is also like (laughs) like she's very like she i don't think she is QAnon, but like Mm -hmm. she seems close (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, in this, like, I don't, fu- she's just more like, why the, f- I'm not going to fucking trust the government. It, it, yeah. Libertarian gamer connection is so strong. And I don't know why that is. This is my, a lot of my aversion to gaming has to do with like, both politics and aesthetics <laughs> where i'm like i don't like the aesthetics of it i think like that was a big thing when i would go to these gaming conventions like i hate everyone it it made me like so upset to see people look like that <laughs> and then <laughs> describe the Just aesthetic Descri- <laughs> no i don't mean they're physical i don't mean like that they're Ugly attractive or not gamers. attractive i mean like everything they were wearing was like weirdly designed merch and like hair that's different colors and like it just it's like why not i mean if you're gonna go do that why not go all the way and go to disneyland well but are you saying i feel like it is kind of that crossover of like con culture where it's like it's nerdy nerdy alts like you're talking about like one streak of pink yes cargos weird technical um like some sort of messenger bag, lots of pockets. Yes. I also, I think I like struggle with fan culture because whenever I see people doing, the, which is, I, I don't know. Um, I'm like, do your own, why don't you create your own character? I don't know. <laughs> wow. Wow. So I you mean, hate all, I love all fan culture. I'm a big fan of, What are you you're a kind big, of insulting my people. What are you like, like what's your vibe fan culture wise? Um, I think I well, I love when I've like gone to the con. Like, I love, I don't really know any of the stuff that is at like a Comic Con, but it's like I love seeing people mm-hmm. be fans. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. The, and the I think joy. maybe I would like it more if I was even a little bit away. I think like th- what I went to, which was literally like an esports thing, I didn't even know. No, and the people sound monstrous. Any, like if I were to go to like if I were to go to Comic Con, at least I recognize like who Batman is. Like I can appreciate, you know what I mean. So I don't. No, know. the video game conventions, the people there, they sound terrifying. <laughs> okay, great, great. I the I only thing in similar I went to like uh I did like robotics in high school, <gasps> and I went Twi- to like oh, okay, so uh, yeah. you're, like, Wicked Smart. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually not. I. I went to like a really, (laughs) it was a really rural high school and they just like had this program. So the bar of entry was really low because they were like, if you want to do it, like you kind of just roll up and like, like I tried to drill stuff and learn a little, but I was really bad at it. But we would go to like the big gaming or not gaming, the like robotics competition convention every year. And it was like kind of fan culture where people would like their teams would like have themes and like dress up and matching like costumes and uh it was kind of fun actually and i ha- <laughs> was able to let go and um wow, had a blast. wow. interesting i totally thought i mean what a heartwarming episode so far except for <laughs> me who hates video yeah you gamers. hate i went to um <laughs> Also, the Sopranos con. Which now that, right before, oh, that I'm down. so curious about. That was insane. The band, I mean, it was basically mostly like autograph. It was very like, they were like guys who started, but they were like, this is our first con ever. Mm-hmm. So it was like just a lot of lines for autographs. And then the best part, some of it like was just like so random and just like, this is so fake and not like a, you know, I would have liked, the, my, my favorite part was this, exp- they made um, the therapist room. Mm. and i wanted more experiences like that and then they had like the horse from the show there who was just kind of like standing yeah. off to a corner no i um, mean listen to go somewhere and it's like central perk 
That's oh, huge. I would that thing. I would kill to go when they recreated Central Park. Yeah. And I remember I like looked up and because uh, I just like am a basic like Friends girl. Um, and I was like, it was all sold out or something like that. Yeah, and I was like, fuck. No, it's like I want. No, Central mug? Park is huge. <laughs> Sit with the huge mug. I have. Se- I <laughs> get the pick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Straight to grid. Uh, I I did. Okay, I which was friends? Intrigued. Who are we on Friends? Let's do it. <laughs> okay, wait. That's a you're so you're so in sync because one of our favorite things is to categorize people. Who are you, Lily? Um, I think I'm a mix of mm-hmm. Joey and Chandler huh and yeah. i'm feel free if you guys disagree with that like i'm so i could su- see that for you i could see i could that see that you. like i am so sub but i would say i'm like not uh like i'm a little more like sarcastic yeah or wise like huh. chandler is I, I sorry go ahead no you go you go here's the th- dark thing about me is that i do have a i i have a, a lot of ross in me mm. <laughs> I have Ross in me and I and I'm trying to be like, okay, it's Ross and someone else. I, I think guess. you're a little bit you're a Ross Chandler. Yeah. I could see that from this. Okay, Sam. I'm I being can I please I was gonna there? say I've actually I'm not super familiar with the friends um uh universe. Uh, I've I've maybe seen like an ep or two in passing. Oh so wow! Okay. Oh, wow. I feel like I've I seen can't... unfortunately every single ep multiple Same. times. Wow! So it's... I feel like maybe you guys could pick for me. Yeah, yeah. Let's pick for Sam. Okay. Lily, you go first. I think he has kind of strong Phoebe energy. Yes, I think Phoebe energy, but not full like it's not full like Phoebe because he's not like you're not so hippie. Like I talked to my dead grandmother, but yes. I feel like. You would you are kind of at the cafe, like saying something like Reverend's like, oh, that's so silly. But then mm-hmm. they're like, you're like, oh wait, that is true. You know, right. you're kind of <laughs> yes. I think Phoebe, um, and it's also like I think Sam has a confidence. I'm trying, but none of them. The thing is, they all kind of suck. I mean, maybe he's Phoebe meets Rachel. I was yeah, Whoa. maybe it's a little Phoebe Rachel. Yeah. Rachel I mean, I, is the Carrie Bradshaw of Friends, yeah. so like everyone has a little bit of Rachel. Yeah, Rachel is the the Gryffindor of Claire. <laughs> and that's something I, I know nothing. What's great about, about this podcast is like podcast. I can convince myself that when we talk about Rachel being the Gryffindor of Friends, that's like really really funny and <laughs> insightful, and like and like it's actually good. I think that's actually genius. <laughs> I agree. Um, so I don't. Yeah, I speak. You don't really know friends. I I've never read the Harry Potters. I've never seen the movies. Wow. That you is my, Matthew also has never. That's like to me. And Just I don't have any from. special. Like I've I've read the books once and I've seen the movies once. And like I I got excited when they came out and then I kind of left it in my you know early teen years and then moved on. But like I can't imagine not being aware of them at all. Like because they were such a big part of my childhood. Sam, were you Harry Potter? I was a big uh, Harry Potter head. I, I loved the stuff. Yeah, I mean, at the time, I w- it was like so fun. I guess when it came out, and I'm gonna, I feel like I had this like, 
I have this like anti-fantasy thing and all I've ever wanted to be mm. was like older. I feel like when I was young. So yes. like when they came out, I was like, those are for fucking kids. Totally. <laughs> and totally. I'm 13. Cause right. When did yeah. the first one kind of drip drop? It came out in like 1999 or 2000. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I was like, I'm entering seventh grade. I don't read kids books. For me, the huge turning <laughs> point was watching adaptation starring Meryl Streep. That's when I realized mm. I'm an incredibly serious consumer of art. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't adaptation with Cameron Diaz? No, that's being John Malkovich. Oh, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, when Harry Potter was dropping, how exciting. I mean, to like roll up to, I love, you, George, you know this. Mm. I love a collective feeling. I love when everyone <laughs> can- stuff. I love when the com the community can all come together and sort of uh, talk about something all at once. Yeah. Well, the um, final Harry Potter book came out on my birthday. And I remember I was at camp at the time because I'm a summer baby. And we all went like to the bookstore to like get the last stop. Harry Potter book. Yeah. <laughs> I went to, I was at Walmart at midnight, baby. I was picking this thing up. Wow. Oh, shit. That midnight release. That midnight release, though. I mean, that's so fun. It's so fun. I guess fun. It's, it's true that, like, I don't allow myself to do things like that because it feels somehow, sorry, not at the time. You're really anti-fan culture. I am. I am. go somewhere at midnight to get the new book. You <laughs> let yourself. I want you Let yourself love. Let love Barnes in. and Nobles. Yeah. Midnight, getting the new, um, it's a hot new book you want to read. <laughs> the new <laughs> Sally the Rooney. New Sally Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> Union Square, Midnight, Barnes and Nobles. Have you heard of the title of the new Sally Rooney? Uh, what, remind me? I saw it's, it on Twitter. It's psychotic. It is Beautiful World, Where Are You? <laughs> She's trying to go straight to TV. That's straight every to TV. title yeah. right now. I find them so. Why are shows titled like that now? Like Beautiful World, Where Are You? Yeah, like, like, like. I feel like they're all like really long. Like, um, mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, to, oh and, no. like, our shows long. I suddenly can't think of any examples. Oh wait, that that show with the that was like the fake bit of lies with Kerry Washington, Little Fires, Little Fires everywhere, Little Fires everywhere. Little fires everywhere. <laughs> Which did you guys see? <laughs> I actually I did watched watch that, that in actually. its entirety. Yeah, I, same. Okay. I, I was too, obsessed yeah. with that, even there though is I was like, this I mean, is so bad. But I mean, I'm... to watch Carrie Washington act is one of the great joys we have. Like, <laughs> her she, acting, it's like, she's like, you're acting. Like, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> it's like someone who, as much as in her normal life, she is incredibly intelligent, super like savvy businesswoman. So, you know, whatever. Then you watch her act, and it's like, have you met a person? Do you know how people act? <laughs> no, she's the, okay, I'm going to bridge the gap. She is the clear Game Boy of acting. You can see all the gears, mm. but you love it. You're like, I can see exactly how she's deciding to talk and move, but it's kind of fun to. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny because I think it's always this. It's like her lips just quiver and she, it's like, no matter what she's saying, yeah, she's like. like I'm upset. Yeah. Like yeah, or it's like time, a it's tiny like... thing will set her off, especially in Little Fire everywhere. It's like her kid would come back home and she'd be like, where were you? <laughs> no, I know that twist that it was just, I'm already even forgetting the twist yeah, that it, it was just matter. like she stole the baby or whatever. Um, so Sorry for if you're watching it right now, we're giving away <laughs> Little Fires Everywhere spoilers like seven months later. Um, Yeah, but it was like, 
every episode it was kind of like okay and you're getting mad again right. yeah, like yeah. with reese it's like well it was just like it. it's also i think maybe it was a little underwritten too because it was like okay she has some past trauma right but then the direction for carrie washington was like remember you have trauma <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was like every scene would start and then she would like go in and do her lines and be like i have trauma i have trauma i have trauma i have trauma sit and action and then she would like start speaking yeah that also, I'm like, whoa! That came out in the pandemic. Like that's no, why I know I all these it. shows. I'm like, saw so normal people, little fires everywhere. That's why that was like. I just think of those in terms of like instead of months, it was like, oh, instead of May, that was normal people, yeah. and then <laughs> little fires everywhere month. Um, well, and then Chromatica month. <laughs> Chromatica month. I'm still in Chromatica month. You really are still in Chromatica month. It's actually psycho. I not to. This is a hard right, but I listened to Chromatica on the way to the spa on Friday, and um, it was just. I was like fully transported to June, and um, felt. I do think it had more of an effect on you than anyone else. Yeah, I'm like. I feel like I listened to it once, and then I was like, okay. I think I listen to it like a child, like like Just watches repeat, their favorite show. Absolutely. So funny. I it's think it's weird. like so. Char- I mean, it's like <laughs> your unbridled love for Chromatica is really special. I think. <laughs> did you get merch? Speaking of, I fandom? did actually. I got. I have. <laughs> I got. It's psychotic. I got three t-shirts. Three t-shirts. I did not know you got three. And, wow. And I don't want to. I. Yeah, I'm not necessarily proud of the fact that I got three t-shirts. It, it was like, okay, well, I'm getting one t-shirt. I got one. And then I was like, well, then the I want that one too. Because then she kept dropping more. Different was, shipments. It wasn't, you weren't on the site, ladygaga.com slash store. No. And just. Because <laughs> I thought you were, I thought you were maybe, you got three because you were like, okay, if I'm paying for shipping, I might as well get more. That's what right. I recently did with my artisanal jams is I got four of them <laughs> because shipping was Your $10. <laughs> right, you—it's the classic thing where they get you with the, where you think you're saving money, exactly. and all of a sudden you're spending a hundred dollars on jams. I mean, literally ten. almost a hundred dollars on jams. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and then I, but then online I got... jam. Yeah, uh, it's it's <laughs> go to. It's I just in feel a, like in a jam. That's what it's called. I n n a. In a jam. jam. Yeah, like we're in a jam. Oh. oh. I just feel like jam not to kind of. Um, roast you for this online Whoa. jam buying yeah i just like jam is something that you should buy when you come upon it like oh my god i'm at this provision re upstate rental yes. and like yes. all you actually yes. have yes. to do randomly is go jam shopping and you buy right. the 13 dollar jam and you walk out so so here's the and here's the <laughs> thing i agree with you so completely and not just that but my grandmother famously makes a fig jam in Greece that I always bring back with me when oh, I go. Fuck. So I'm you got so on board with jam being in Greece. Grant with jam being a non-internet purchase. <laughs> but first of all, Matthew turned me on to this jam. Second of all, it's Ina Garten's favorite oh, fig jam. Well, you should I have mean... led with that. So you can't not. Yeah. No. If 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 Ina has her stamp on it, then. yeah. Then, then you're buying it. But yeah, I appreciate I you dragging me for that because you're so right that it's neoliberal to order jam online. Yeah, to be like, yeah. my, my, my. I have no, it's like bone app. It's like, uh, you need this jam in your life and here's why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got it. Let's have the first jam subscription service. Each week, a new jam Ooh. comes to your door personalized based on what you love. Take I mean, this quiz to find out what jam <laughs> you want the we idea find that you both think this jam doesn't profile. already exist like of course this already exists 
Uh, um, wait, should we do our first segment? Yeah, let's do our first segment. And here's the twist is I, one of mine will be a wild card because I have three out of the four. I love that. Okay. Well, Lily, our first segment of our very structured podcast is uh, called Straight Shooters. And we ask you a series of rapid fire questions, uh, basically uh, A or B question, and you just answer um, whichever one you are drawn to. Okay. Uh, the rules are no follow-up questions. And if you feel like breaking that rule, we'll, we'll remember. We'll be mad. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get a sample of the inner jam. <laughs> um, and okay. Ina's birthday recently too. I ha- saw. And definitely happy birthday to Ina. Happy birthday, yeah. Ina! And I'm so sorry, <laughs> my uh, podcast partners dragged me for only wanting to try your favorite fig jam. <laughs> um, George, do you want to kick us off? Sure. Lily, band of brothers or sisterhood of the traveling pants? Sister of the traveling pants. Lily, link in bio or swipe up for more info? Swipe up for more info. The London Review of Books or London Bridge by Fergie? Oh, London Bridge. Okay. Um, (laughs) If you give a moose a muffin or because I'm bluffing with my muffin? (laughs) Because I'm bluffing with my muffin. (laughs) Being a history buff or being Hillary Duff? Being Hillary Duff. These are easy. Uh, this one's a bit of a stretch. Um, Eminem or Tiananmen Square? Eminem. God, I love the insinuation that Tiananmen Square is straight. <laughs> All right. Calling unemployment fun employment, calling your stimulus check a stimmy, or calling your friends these beautiful people? <laughs> or sorry, these beautiful humans. Fuck, I fucked yeah. it up. Uh, no, it's okay. You nailed it. We got the gist. Oh, I'm almost torn on that one. And I know this is kind of a follow-up and I'm not supposed to explain myself, but like, it just sounds fun to be so straight. Actually, no, I feel like that's actually more queer to be like, uh, my beautiful human friends. It is queer. It's, <laughs> it's like toxic queer. queer. It's toxic yeah, queer. Yeah, it's toxic queer, yeah. To be like these awesome, amazing beings. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I'm just gonna answer Stimmy check. Oh, that's, okay. yeah. And um, yeah, I do refer to mine as such. It's more fun and I can't help it. Um, okay, uh, here's my last one. Uh, checking in on your extroverted friends as things remain closed, checking in <laughs> on your introverted friends as things open up, or checking yourself into a surgeon to get a new brain. <laughs> um, checking in on your extroverted friends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with. I'm like, what's going on with extroverts and introverts? Can Where we are ta- we can, on that? And can we talk about it? Yeah. Yeah, let's let's do it. Lily, what's, not to drag yeah. your girlfriend, but the extroverted introverted conversation is just a remnant of Tumblr culture that we cannot get rid of. No, well, and I'm always like laughing, like it's beyond the kind of queer exchange, like everyone's bio when she sends me like a Tumblr, like it, it's everyone is like, you know, she, they, E, N, F, G, like- The personality su- Super witch, um, <laughs> yeah. like cat hoarder, Gryffindor, yeah. like awesome human wizard. Um, oh, that is so rough. Someone- human wizard. <laughs> someone again not to bring up the improv class that i thought <laughs> but um 
my former student, also friend, also named Lily was like, Hey, um, my best friend does enograms and she would love to like test, do a session with you and we could figure out what you are. And I was like, what the fuck is an enogram? Yeah, and what? I think it's something in the personality oh. testing genre. The personality testing stuff is so creepy to me. It's because it's this desire for an outside um, entity to tell you what you are. Well, I, I feel like I took one of those tests and I thought it was going to be more fun and more like 17 quiz or mm-hmm. more Cosmo quiz. And it was just like a little more boring. Like I do like quizzes where I'm like, you know, again, like, you know, Aria, Ross or Rachel, like. Oh, that I love. You know, that, I mean, right. Like what type of latte are, what type of yes. coffee are you? No, no, sign <laughs> yeah, me up, like, put it, it into my veins. Like I would love to know if I'm a Cortado. Right. But, but when it gets to like, then it's like faux science. I'm like, no, just tell me if yeah, I'm Yeah, it's just like, and it's so boring. It's like, when you go into a room how many minutes does it take you to like say hi to someone? It's kind mm-hmm. of like, I'm falling asleep, you know? Yes. But yeah, I would do, if this person is going to have like such a crystal sesh with me where they ask me so many questions or mm-hmm. like tell me so much, I'm down for that. Yeah. So. Well, what you need, okay. So not to get too, you know, violently intellectual, but the issue with personality quizzes is that you don't know yourself. So like you can't be trusted to answer, you know, when you walk into a room, what's your first thought? You're not yeah, going to, exactly. you don't actually know that. That's why you need a literal professional to put you in an institution in a room covered in pillows. And then they can tell you what Right. The question should is. be more Cortado based to exactly. tell you your personality type. <laughs> right. Right. And <laughs> Also, to be honest, I when when those sort of which latte are you uh, quizzes come up and they are lazily done, I do get upset when they are like, how do you feel about whole milk? Like, and I'm like, you're getting too literal. If you're asking, if you're going to figure out what latte right. I am, yeah. I need you to ask me like what my how I would argue with a friend. Right. Like, it's literally like, <laughs> what kind of coffee are you? Question one, do you put milk in it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's like not like full trial. It's like question. It's like, I'm not trying to like do a hotel order. You want to know just like, do you like use a scrunchie? And then it's like, yeah, you're a frappuccino. Yeah, like, exactly. And <laughs> you are if you use a scrunchie. <laughs> <laughs> I just rewatched the Sex and the City scrunchie. Up. Oh my God, I did too a couple of weeks ago. Oh, six, I guess season six is in the air. Season Do six for, is in the air. No, the springtime is absolutely season six season. It's season six season, yeah. It's kind of, as we're all getting the vaccine, it's like, well, let's also remember how Sex and the City ended. You know right. what I mean? Yes. I do well, think a lot of people also, are watching, sorry, uh, I think a lot of people are rewatching Sex and the City right now to be like, okay, this is, I'm going to have to go back to oh, what's real New York. New York. Right. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's We're um, like, okay, right, reservations. Um, <laughs> right, a, a restaurant hostess. opening. Yes. Yeah, well, I also think so much of, I think now New York is going to be like what people remember it's supposed to be. Like, it's going to be like a caricature of itself because everyone's going to like be performing normalcy. So it's well, literally going to be like, you know, when they go to that club called Bed? Oh, yeah. It's so literally going to be like, I'll see you at Bed. <laughs> well, and I also feel like the rise of, it's like people are going back to the Sex and the City, like thinking it's so cool of the Baltazar and the Odeon is like the only like restaurants that like- A hundred percent. Anyone goes to anymore, which is yeah. like more Sex and the City era because they're like, right, let's go to the big martini. I would so, I was, I mean, truly like every time I go to those places now, it is so much more enjoyable than going to like the, you know, oh, it's a, it's a, you know, like the new- 
Carol Garden's brunch place with turmeric lattes. Like, no, yeah. it's you um, want... you can't. No, it's it's we're going Listen, back. You into... want that true dining out experience? Yes. That's yes. like bam. You're you in a want New what York you City fantasized restaurant. it being when you were a teenager. Yes, I think maybe we should bring up our topic. Actually. That's right. Because Lily, you sent us a couple options, and one really jumped out at us. Both of us. Um, Thrilled, flattered. And that is the quarter zip. The quarter zip. The, the quarter, quarter zip. zip. And when we say quarter zip, I mean, it's like, I was thinking the quarter zip sweatshirt, but I think mm-hmm. we can also talk about, you know, I was talking about more of the men's quarter zip sweatshirt, but I think mm-hmm. we could also talk about a very maybe like um, middle-aged women's quarter zip, like tight athletic Interesting. top two. That just came to me. So the athletic <laughs> quarter into- zip, the athletic quarter, like the Lululemon quarter zip is also a, a big part of this. Yes. But I, I mean, really, I think it's more about the quarter zip sweatshirt. Yes. Because- We've got to start the quarter zip sweatshirt. Yeah. and then Because that's can- where it all starts. That's yeah. where it all starts. Because it's and the quarter zip sweater, like the Coles, yes, mm-hmm. Chaps, Ralph Lauren quarter zip sweater. Right, because I'm thinking Brooks Brothers, Ralph Lauren, uh, J. Crew. Mm-hmm. That's where my mind is. Yeah, and I feel like I brought this up because I'm always thinking. Okay, I'll. I have. I. I was like last year. I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm finally gonna like. I wanted to like reclaim and like make the quarter zip, cool. Mm-hmm. I and remember I seeing like, something about this on Twitter mm, from you. Yeah, and, uh, that's, it I really think jumped out at me. Is, yeah, okay, because it's like I, it's probably been you know a theme of my life for years. Yeah. So thank God we're really processing it. <laughs> I want. It, I, it's so funny. I actually suddenly it came to me. I have a fully complete theory of the quarter zip, but I don't want to say it yet. But I want to hear what you you know what are what is your history with the quarter zip? What makes it straight to you? Um, where do you see it going? Etc. Is there a future for it? Is there a future? Yeah, I think the ultimate, it's like, you know, I'm from Boston and I, I like, you know, I, my style icons are, you know, the, the Matt Damons, the Mark Wahlberg, this 100%. kind of like, it's badass, yet it's like preppy a little bit. It goes between, it's it's punk and preppy, but, it, but it's Irish, but it's working man. And so like the dressed up Boston guy at Christmas, I think of in like, of you know a Brooks Brothers or like a ch- you know maybe a little lower tier the Chaps mm-hmm. quarter zip sweater and I was like can I rock that and it like won't look just like random and teacher on me like can I make that <laughs> I don't know look cool and I ended up the quarter zip item I have I wouldn't say is true that type of quarter I got up like a Carhartt quarter zip sweatshirt but it has a hood so it's mm. oh that's different it's that a little different. bit different so I actually never did purchase a straight up conventional quarter zip i think the quarter zip is like such a uniform for like the midwestern like i you're nailing the like the christmas party thing and it's like i think part of the thing (laughs) that makes it so straight is that it is fear-based it is like yes. how can i not have a fashion and so yeah. it's trying to like not make and it's a like breathable or something like that it's like well okay i gotta dress up so i have to wear the sweater but like i'm gonna throw a zipper in there but i'm, I'm not, not gay gonna, i'm not <laughs> yeah. gay i'm not gonna wear a fucking v-neck or just a crew neck like i'm a man i gotta breathe and i gotta yeah there's a zipper so it's actually off. technology <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and i when you were talking uh, about uh re- 
purposing uh, culturally the quarter zip. I thought that was so um, interesting because I I feel like I too can really like almost like fetishize like like extremely plain man things. Yeah, in a way that to the like, point where you're like it's a thing and it's like it's actually not a thing. It's so much more. It means so <laughs> <Yeah>. much. <laughs> And I have this whole theory and you're like, no, it's going to be right. It's like this idea to finish the most plain, simple, straight man style to be like, no, it's like so subtle that it's going to be revolutionary. Yeah. So and yeah. then I'm just like, I'm like, oh, wait, I'm just going to like, I'm like, oh, if I wear this quarter zip with khakis, I'm like, I'm just going to look like a weird lesbian middle school. <laughs> every, this happens to me every time I try in any way fashion wise to like, wear something ironically my just my face and my like I can't my I'm not cool looking enough to be able to do that so if I attempt to wear like baggy khakis ironically I just look bad I don't look right. like a cool person in Bushwick or if I tr you know if I try to wear like bad glasses or something but wait can I tell you my theory of the quarter zip please Go all please. the way off okay so this is two-pronged but essentially the quarter zip is an example of like optimization, like this desire for optimization where it's like, you can't commit to it, go the zipper going all the way and you can't commit to just wearing a crew neck. So it's like, oh, look, this can do all of those things. It's like one, in, it's two in one shampoo. It's like- <laughs> Right, which is, oh, very like male to just be so like, I got all the things. It's a yeah. mix of everything. Yeah, it's like a Swiss one army knife. Yeah, it's like saying like, oh, I don't need a fork and knife. I have a Swiss army knife in my pocket. Like that's <laughs> that's a quarter zip. Um, it's also like, it's like trying to optimize, but then making something worse. Like I feel so, so well, much- It's also very dad to just like love like new random technology. Like yes. my dad was so obsessed with sharper image and just like different totally. things of like, oh, this button will locate my keys, which will turn, my dad is like, will turn on the car before mm -hmm. I get to it. And it's like, why? Yes. It's restoration hardware, like when my dad discovered flashlights where you just have to like shake them and then they charge and it's literally I've never like- never even heard of that, buying It's one. like they don't need <laughs> batteries. So you just shake them and it literally looks like, you know, that like, what's that the, shake weight that like yeah, looks like you're yeah. jacking- I was like, flashlight. <laughs> it's no. literally like that. My dad like bought those flashlights at restoration hardware and was like, look at this. And it's like him <laughs> just like jerking a flashlight off. <laughs> Um, um, but yes, I, I mean, sharper image. Yes, I mean, they are, quarter zips are the the kind of clothing that would be sold at sharper image. And it's also- Well, actually, sorry, I- No, you go, you go. I, you disagree. I, I disagree. Okay. I think you're walking into sharper image in a, no, in, you're opening, you're in your Christmas quarter zip, opening up a present from sharper image. You're right. I think clothing sold at sharper image, it would be like ionized, like, remember there was a turtleneck like, made of uh, titanium. Yes, <laughs> that like repels. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Right, and right. charges, or it's Bluetooth sweater. You're right. It, um, <laughs> you're right. The, there's also the element, it, the quarter zip is very Christmas. It's very Christmas, <laughs> and we can't talk about it without talking about Christmas. You can't talk about it without talking about Thanksgiving. I literally have worn a quarter zip <laughs> on Christmas. I have like a distinct memory of wearing a quarter zip on Christmas. But it's it's like also the gift, like in the same way that like um like toxic masculinity is bad for everybody, like it's bad for men too. Like they are given these sweatshirts yes. as a gift because they're like 
like everyone is like, well, you're supposed to want this too. It's like the gift for someone that you like don't know who they are. You just give it to a dad. You're like, I guess size large and because right. you don't it, have a personality. Right. It's the cycle. We're like, oh, why are guys wearing quarter zips? <laughs> but then it's like, well, why do we keep on giving our dads quarter zips? Why do we do that? Yeah, we're Ooh. enabling the quarter zip. Even, and this might be crazy to bring up, the quarter zip, I do think kind of maybe a few of us in this Zoom could reclaim or kind of mm-hmm. test that out. What really I think would be the ultimate thing that really is just so hideous. And I feel like now actually beyond the quarter zip ultimate straight guy is the sweater. It is quarter, but it's not a zip. It's the three huge buttons. Uh-huh. Owlish uh-huh. neck. Yeah. I don't and I have those. one. And I have yeah. one of those. <laughs> here's what here's and what it's from Nordstrom from Rack. Here's what queers that is how cozy they look. Yes. It's, it's a Christian cozy. girl. And, and you know what? Autumn, I wear it make exactly it once a year. Yeah. Exactly once a year. I look at it and I'm like, oh, look at you. Like, this is cozy. <laughs> you cozy, cozy bitch. And that Nordstrom rack, I mean, that's like HQ for quarter zips and <laughs> sweaters. And... Yeah, it's Nordstrom rack is very much like, where were you when you found out Nordstrom Rack is fake? Like, because you used to think Nordstrom Rack is like, oh my God, it's the designer stuff, but it's discounted. It's like, no, it's a scam. Right. Um, and and this is me on what? Twitter. You're just telling me this? <laughs> I was today years old when yeah. I found out Nordstrom Rack was a scam. All this Nordstrom Rack talk is just making me more sad that Century 21 closed. Because I feel like that's what... And we could, I mean, we could just talk about Nordstrom Rack for ages. It's just like, that's clearly what they're trying to say, exactly. being like we have designer deals, but it's like, exactly. no, it still is mostly just like a random pile of Tommy Hilfiger stuff that like is probably something wrong with it. And that's why yeah. it's like $20. We're Century 21. I feel like you are finding something Dolce for like $500 off. That's what it is. It's like the worst of all worlds. Cause like you're not vintage shopping. You're not, shopping at an actual Nordstrom like clearance. But you're also bin. not TJ Maxx where it's But like... you're also not TJ Maxx because you're still paying like slightly more than you think all these things are worth. Right. Also and, and then there's like there's like fake brands too. Like it's yes, literally that fake. are made for it. It's yeah. just like like um... my sweater with the three buttons is a fake Nordstrom <laughs> rack brand. Like not I know like Vince Camuto is like a like that is an actual brand or whatever, yeah. but it feels like something. It is something like that. No, they're like all called like Manol Manol, or it's like um, f- uh, uh, Narrow Canal. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Narrow Canal sweater collection. I yes. I can't wait to see this sweater. You know, come Christmas time. Come I mean, I'll, I'll wear it. I, I for do. Think Orthodox I, Easter. Do you I, celebrate? Yes, I do. I'm my sister's visiting for it. Okay, coming right up. Perfect. Well, maybe wait. In fact, I actually I don't I can't remember when this episode is coming out, but like I am actively looking for where I can eat lamb on a spit on a sidewalk. So if anyone has any suggestions, please let me know. I would love to look into that for you. Because there are (laughs) like in years past, I bet you just like a bunch of Greek restaurants are doing it. But in years past, it's been much more in your face. Like Time Out New York will do like where to have lamb on a spit on Easter. Oh, okay. And so there's there's just gonna be like a lamb outside that they're roasting on a spit, and then you go and line up, and they like shave it off for you. Yes. Well, no, you don't even. It's like you maybe have a sit down dinner, but but the lamb comes from a spit that's on the sidewalk that you can oh, see. Okay, got um, it. I want that so bad. I know. Now. And then there's the other thing is the soup called mayirita, which is literally a soup with like all the insides of the lamb. Oh, and it's like all those 
all those good bones making yes. a good broth. It's bone broth. It's bone broth. Easter bone broth. Easter bone broth. <laughs> Orthodox Easter bone broth. Do you guys want to try your Easter bone broth? <laughs> <laughs> I actually love bone broth. <laughs> Is Silence. that crazy to say? <laughs> I know. I was like, I feel nothing towards you that don't. Statement. Okay. Well, so I was yeah. Like, no, I mean, I love bone broth too. But this is a talk. Talk about scams. I mean, bone broth is just broth. No, it totally is. <laughs> right. But I guess like, what I like is all the broth idea- is made of bone. So bone. <laughs> what broth. I like is the idea of a broth in a cup. <laughs> yes. No. I love the the brodo. Th- I've never gotten the brodo. Yes. Or maybe I did once in my life because they're like ten dollars or whatever, and like. You you're you walk around like a latte, but you're right. sipping broth. I mean, That's which is fabulous. Huge. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> That's huge. <laughs> I'm. I mean, I'm not trying. Like, like you know, like that sounds crazy to me. Like really. Yeah, that sounds like really like gross and like kind of the worst of all worlds. But see, I think that is the common. <laughs> like, I remember when Bone right. Broth first came out, and people were like, "Are you fucking kidding me? These hipsters!" And I was like, "This is." the best day of my life so it's like soup without any food in it yes and i yeah. also by the way i would never i feel like the idea of it like i love that like seeing a woman in lululemons with mm. her little coffee cup of bone broth i love mm. that i am not personally throwing down 12 for a cup of <laughs> for a cup right of i would broth, never actually yes, broth. totally <laughs> I, I actually no. like it more in theory yeah is it like, what's the like, is it that you like the taste or is it like good for you? Or like, what's the it's appeal? It's good for you because it's like keto. Right. Or it is like, know, okay, you're having protein. chicken stock. <laughs> yeah, you're not eating. It's like you're getting just like good fats. And that's, I guess that's what I'm curious about. Cause I'm like, I, to be fair, I think it tastes, it's, it sounds delicious, but I would never consider it healthy because you're having oil basically. Yeah, but isn't broth good for you? Like, isn't broth just good for you though? Like, sure. Because, right. It's, it's not like bad. when you have like chicken noodle soup when you're sick, it's good for you. Right. Okay. Like, well, like, it's like, no, if you had a raw, like, that would be so naughty if you were just straight up drinking like ramen broth and it was like so <laughs> fatty and like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, I feel like I need to be getting. Yeah. Also, or just big Dunkin' Donuts cup. You're like, what are you drinking? What if Dunkin' started doing bone broth? Like how they recently started avocado toast. Avocado toast. Yeah, no, it's, we're honestly moments away from a huge, extra large iced Dunkin'. And that's exactly what I was going to say. Oh my God. (laughs) What I was going to say is doing iced bone broth is like, that's going to, someone will do that in the next year. Well, I found this like 60s ad for Campbell's that was for beef broth. And it was like, the ad was like soup on the rocks. And the ad was soup, beef broth being poured into a glass, like a, you know, a highball glass. Mm-hmm. And that was the 60s. Yeah. So they've done oh, it all. People forget how like food culture used to be way more fucked up than it is now. <laughs> I mean, the idea of a jello salad, like a jello salad is more fucked up than anything we're doing right now. Right, then Dunkin' Avocado Toast. Yes. I, I'm just not, I'm biased because I'm not a soup head in general. Oh. I I find yeah. soup to be annoying mostly. Interesting. I agree when people, like I like soup, but when people are like, uh, my favorite food is soup. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, so no, not like soup season, pasta <laughs> yeah. or lamb right. on a spit. Like you're going just soup first. Right. I, can I do, do like a stew. stew better than a soup. I love a stew, but a soup is too much liquid. If I wanted liquid, I would drink a water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right if i'm fucking thirsty i'll grab water okay <laughs> and i don't have to heat it up sheesh 
Sheesh. My issue with soup is the same issue I have with tea, where it's just too damn hot. <laughs> I and you're yes, waiting. It's yes. like you're hungry. It's like oh my god. Oh so my now god. I'm, and then and then it gets the right hours. temperature, and you have to race before it gets too cold. Oh, you have maybe one minute flat <laughs> of it being the right temperature. You have twenty seconds to eat your entire bowl of soup. <laughs> no, I would like soup if it came with like a bubble tea straw, and you could slurp it all up. And like, so there were still big chunks in it. Okay, but, but okay. Sam, then I'm now- Then you're we're burning now, your mouth. It's like, then wouldn't you like bone broth if that was the case? So but you want I, a soup to be a drink. You do want the Dunkin' broth. You, you literally want the, want the Dunkin' cup. broth. <laughs> <laughs> you're twisting my words. That's not what I said. Um, I do love like to go off of the, to, to, do, to do the drinkable soup fully. It's like, okay, you're actually getting like a butternut squash ginger soup in a cup with a with a boba straw see that would be great you like that more yeah. than a broth yeah I mean, I, you right, know what i'm, I'm open food, to it sorry <laughs> baby food yeah <laughs> wait sam that's baby food. <laughs> oh no i want baby food don't tell anyone do you i literally i have such strong memories of my mom like letting me have a little taste of my little sister's baby food because i was like oh, i wonder what it tastes like when i was like you know, my sister was like a little kid and I was like five. And I remember it tasting so good. And every now and then I like, <laughs> will be in the grocery store and look at baby food and I'll be like, mm. would you ever kind of throw it in? You're kind of, no, I've like, never done no it. No one knows, truly, like guilty Sundays. I, I like... <laughs> would feel psychotic, but I am, but it's just like, I'm I curious. had a friend, a very good friend in college who did recreationally buy baby food. Baby food? Yeah. Wow. Was just like, I like it, you know? Yeah, and that's ate it. crazy. It looked gay guy, so gay, gay, a gay guy, gay guy. Yeah. Wow. And now I mean, I've that's seen like everything. classic. It's like he took the like rave kid with a pacifier thing too far, and now he's yes. actually a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Full baby cosplay. Do we think we got to the bottom of quarter zips? I. Oh my god, we've like been recording for an hour. Yeah. Um. Whew, uh. I think so. I think so. I think we really figured it out with the kind of the functionality and the enabling of the abuse of the, but just one more thing to do just to ask you guys, do you think, I guess, Sam, you were kind of the one who showed more interest. Do you think you, I could see you in a, like um, a sweatshirt, not a, mm -hmm. the, the sweater quarter zip, the sweatshirt quarter zip. I think if I found like, like I could have fun with it if it were like but i would ruin it because with my you know brooklyn irony i'd probably try to find like a stupid vintage one that like looked old and looked like 90s -y, mm -hmm. and then it would be like fun and cool which ruins it as soon as right. it's cool you've ruined it it has right. to be not getting the most serious and you're laying right with the all the seven chromatica shirts you have and <laughs> I never should have revealed. I'm that so was that shocked even me. I have if to that say. makes me feel so good because I am kind of like a merch hound and I have too many teas and you know I'm you know a band you know I love a band tea you know tea I'm always on eBay just scrolling scrolling and you know <laughs> for you to buy three chromatica teas. <laughs> it's Speaking of quarter zips I almost bought. There's this account I follow called that's about um guys in the North Shore of Boston who are all very quarter zip eating roast beef sandwiches <laughs> um, called North Shore Beefs. And I, and I bought their calendar 
Love that. Uh, which went to charity. Awesome stuff. Um, <laughs> the charity is like right wing. <laughs> no, no, it's very just like, I'm like, I'm like, this is for charity. It's like full, like veterans. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like veterans, uh, like pro-life. Or Trump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect charity tax write-off. But I was in their merch store yesterday and I was about to buy a t-shirt and I was like, do you just, you haven't even unpacked all your clothes and mm-hmm. do you need to add? Here's what um, I think would bring everyone together. If Lady Gaga released a Chromatica quarter zip. Yeah. Yep. I mean. Here we go. That's the unity we need. That that's is the unity Joe Biden's United yes. America. I do that think Joe Biden's, Biden's America. America is a Chromatica quarter zip. I mean, I could really see. Well, actually, no, I feel like Kamala, if I'm not wrong, in the famous we did it, Joe. Is wearing a quarter zip? I want to say she's wearing a quarter zip. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. If, I could if be... she is wearing a quarter zip, that blows this whole thing up. That, yeah. That is... No, she's retweeting this episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Lily, you are right. Stop. She's wearing oh. a Nike quarter zip. How oh. deep does this thing go? So it's true, right? It's like now we're in quarter. And now zip. we're in the, yes. Qu- quarter zips right, are in the White House. Trump's country was so, right. It was like massive. Trump tea was flag. It was, you know, mm-hmm. you know, the back to the graphic tea baggy suit. And now we're back to quarter zip, neolib kind of. Yeah. yeah. Well, wow. right. It's like, it's also like the original quarter zip, the J. Crew quarter zip, the Brooks Brothers quarter zip at least is classic, but the exercise quarter zip is neolib. It's right. neolib. Yes. The function, it's like dressing the up fun- the function, functional yeah. quarter zip. I mean, yeah. how disgusting is that? Right. It's adding a little bit of formality to the run, which is maybe why, you know, supposedly she was on a run, right. you know, whatever. And the we did it, Joe. And then it's like, <laughs> no, it's like she's kind of dressing up, the, yeah. making it a little bit pantsuit nation but make it exercise. It's Pantsuit Nation, but making women in tech. (laughs) Yeah, yes. (laughs) Wow. 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 Um, Okay, I've been Sheesh, that was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Good. I will say one final point for me uh, is that uh, my boyfriend does have a quarter zip that he wears occasionally, and I think it's hot. It wow. is, he wears it sincerely and he can only, I feel like there's a certain man that can really pull off a, a lame, plain look and he can really crush it. And it, he sells, he sells the realism for me and it's hot. That's so beautiful. Wow. I love this that. kind of love reveal <laughs> of like, it's all come back to the sort of, you're like, well, and that's, it's perfect. It's like, right. You don't need to get this vintage nineties, mm-hmm. you know, it's, Indiana Hoosiers, exactly. dead stock, quarter zip. It's like, no, just appreciate your fine man wearing a serious <laughs> ass quarter zip and you just being turned the freak yeah. on by that. It's just so nuts that it actually is true that it's all about confidence with mm. fashion stuff. Like you think like, no, you need the, it's like literally some of the hottest people can wear absolute trash and and, and look incredible. So then I think what we're saying is, the man makes the clothes. Not the man the makes, man the, quarter makes the quarter zip. zip. The, the quarter yeah. zip doesn't make the man. The quarter zip doesn't make the man. And the, or the woman. I think Kamala and made the, her right. Nike quarter <laughs> Absolutely. zip. Absolutely. I think women can wear quarter zips. The awesome, amazing human being makes. <laughs> the awesome human. <laughs> that's Wizard the thing. The human. awesome human. The beautiful human <laughs> makes the quarter zip. <laughs> uh, well, should we do our final seg? Let's do it. I Wow, I just thought of one. 
Wait, you should go first then. Okay. Oh, well, wait. Our final segment, Lily, is called Shoutouts, and we give a nod to one of the tenets of straight culture, which is the radio shout-out. Think TRL, oh. think Z100. You're giving a shout-out back to your girls and boys back home. So I'll go first. What's up, listeners? I want to give a quick shout-out to when you light a match after you poop in a bathroom. It is mm. such an incredible invention, and it is so... Uh, my favorite thing, get ready for this, getting a, a thing of matches from, let's say, callback, Balthazar or the Odeon or something, putting it in your bathroom, and then you're giving people an elite matchbox with which to cover the smell of their poops. There is nothing more glamorous than that. So I, and I, it's one of those things, it's like how bananas come in their own shells. It's like one of those things where it's like nature really provides. And I consider the production of matches to be nature and not uh, industry. So shout out to that. Um, I think I have one. Okay. What's up, freaks and losers? I want to give a huge shout out to the Eagle. I saw on Instagram that the leather bar, the Eagle, is reopening, and they set it via an animation that looks like it was made by a high schooler in a class learning how to make animations. I thought it was so wholesome and funny to uh, have this cheap little animation on their Instagram and be like, coming soon. And it's like using like weird leather and bear imagery and also like an American flag for some reason it was kooky it was silly and those people are psycho but in a nice way i think for the most part shout out to the eagle i'll be there soon Woo! Woo! lily now take it away girl okay what's up you sunday freaks shout out to my new kitchen sick woo! because woo! it has the spray on function and the stream function Hell yeah. Oh, so yeah. you can really spray all over those dishes and then, or you can stream hard right into a cup. Leak it, bitches. <laughs> Hashtag leak it. <laughs> Hashtag leak it, bitches. Leak it nation. <laughs> leak it nation. Wow. Um, that, I love it. That's huge. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Also, I know I'm kind of just moving based right now and mm-hmm. my old kitchen sink only had boiling hot water. <laughs> <laughs> like the cold my function, kitchen like- sink has all those functions but it's a cheaply made thing so i literally swear to god have to wear an apron when i do my dishes because no. otherwise water gets everywhere no i feel like my yeah it's like water's everywhere to get a glass of water i have to just wait for 10 minutes for the yeah. water to cool down it's like reverse of shower and then Can so I, okay much what ice- is your opinion on getting water to drink from the bathroom which has colder water well that's that's how I lived my life. I I, my I started I always doing that. had to go to the bathroom yeah. to get the water because I wasn't yeah. gonna wait, or I would chill water. Mm-hmm. Um, I never got a Brita because I'm like Britas are fake. Same, but then you think like, what is in those pipes? True. I mean, we're all like drinking lead or yeah. whatever. But I've Even- never, but I've never gotten, but but despite that, I've never have not had tap water. I just, you know, I'd rather die than wait for that pretty to fill up. That <laughs> oh shit my, drives me yes. fucking bonkers. Yeah. I would go so far as to say Brita is straight culture. Yes, yeah. it's so it's, old. It's like protein powder. Mm-hmm. You're suburbs. Like, yeah, suburbs. You're like, yeah, we're like an awesome, clean, straight couple who has a Brita. Babe, can you fill up the Brita? 
<laughs> yeah, very. And there's a rule like, well, make sure you keep the cover off the Brita till it's done draining. Right. And, and it's all and, very hanging on by a thread. It's like oh, it babe, was. You got to go pick up yeah. Brita filters. <laughs> yes. Ugh. Yeah, wow. Toxic. Well. <laughs> This well, has been an incredible conversation. This has been lovely. This was a joy. You guys, honestly, you woke me up. Here I was, <laughs> sleepy. I know it's kind of now we're cooling down. At now rare. And night. Right. But <laughs> As the sun is coming down. Yeah. 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 For the listeners, it is 7 p.m. <laughs> I'm ready to start my day now. <laughs> um, well, thanks so much for doing the pod. Um, and, no, thank you. This an absolute so pleasure. Um, and should we, we never ever do this, but should we, like, would it be like, conservative politically of me to like plug lily's podcast i, I mean oh my I god we should we praise should. you we've li- the thing is lily we literally never do that <gasps> we're so like, much so that we have we haven't plugged people that have like <laughs> television shows coming up <laughs> but uh but you know there's a we're about chance. to cross we're about to cross so uh so we are in the sense sister pods right we, so yeah. Lily's podcast with past guest Stephen Phillips Horst, who in fact was a guest along with another person, where Lily got her own episode, which I'm sure, you know, we'll will be a strand a on your strong email from Stephen. Yeah, um, no, I mean, I kind of that's super fun that I got my got own, own pod, own. and they had to kind of do this dual right host and also, together pod I mean, between yeah. you and me. It's like our audience has only grown so because they did it <laughs> to do it later, right? To do it like, later yeah. is like more. Yeah, it you more people will listen to this episode not because they not because of any other reason but just like they did it on the earlier side. Yeah, now you guys have a massive fan yes. base. Now it's like yeah, we're it's... actually going to be a comic con to promote yeah, this we're episode. Global and esports and yeah. esports. <laughs> but actually, the... this episode is technically esports. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, but Lily and Steven's podcast is called Celebrity Book, Celebrity Club, Book Club, and it's a very funny and you talk about celebrity memoirs. Thank and like you. yes the pete sampras episode was huge for me because to me and i told steven this pete sampras to me is like it's the same way i feel about or the same way we're supposed to feel about like really flamboyant gay people where i'm like oh my god they're not supposed to know we look like that that's how i feel about pete sampras being greek where i'm like he looks so greek i'm like oh god i don't want people to know we look like that oh it's so <laughs> kind of the self hate. what's also what's so greek about you is that it was the andre agassi episode but obviously sorry we but, you, about, but you talked about pete sampras. we talk about <laughs> yes. pete sampras and you're like well i'm just calling it the name of the <laughs> yes person. so you're so right that it was <laughs> yeah, andre you're agassi. just like yeah. the, the pete sampras episode yeah, yeah, yeah. okay and you're kind of it writes this embarrassed of just like oh he's so greek look at everyone thinks we're just wait you know. i forgot yeah of course <laughs> um yes of course andre agassi's book open i still remember the title right i don't hmm. know if pete sampras maybe he has book. Maybe, i don't think know? he has a book andre agassi is hot yeah no he's super hot i mean and what he kind of said i really i he says pete sampras was like boring too so well pete sampras is boring and also like a huge narcissist oh yeah like he like literally will give a speech when he like wins a grand slam and be like it is so nice to feel like i'm the best and also be recognized for it and like pause for applause (laughs) is that greek culture that seems not greek to me i I don't who knows knows? we'll figure that out sometimes i'm like am i embarrassed to be greek maybe i don't know (laughs) i think you should be but honestly um i am excited to eat lamb off a spit uh in three weeks um well let's all meet back up then yeah Yeah, do let me know where the lamb spits are i will i will i'm I'm literally taking julia claire to greek church on easter because she's curious about it culturally 
Wow. Yeah. Well, um, this has been wonderful. This has been so fab. And thank you again for breaking the rules and plugging my pod that way. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah please. The, the sirens are outside my house. They're coming for right. us. Podcast, We've officially please. gone corporate. No, no, it's just with the Nordstrom Rack and plugging pods. It's also now we're all, you know, a few pods, like all of a sudden our lives are just based on talking about the iTunes store. It's yeah. like, when did that weird. become our lives? I know, you know? it's actually so depressing. No, the whole let's, thing. Not, let's not talk about it. Okay, we okay, can't focus that's, on it. Yeah. No, no, just shop at <laughs> Nordstrom Rack, <laughs> listen to Celebrity Book Club, celebrate Greek Easter. And stream Chromatica. And stream Chromatica. And <laughs> buy a don't quarter zip. Buy a 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 quarter zip.